<laughs> Hello, this is Professor Von Dracovich, and I'm here to tell you that the perks for noobs and dragons have changed for patrons. If you go to www.patreon.com slash media, you'll see that for $1 you still get access to exclusive Discord channels. For $5, you get access to exclusive content, like Behind the DM Screen, a monthly special where the Dungeon Master takes you behind the scenes of the show. Take it from an expert on restructuring, <laughs> such as myself. This is a great way to support the show and get a great boon from it as well. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, the group was able to find one of the locations of Illinok, breaking into the world and sealed it up with the Luna Solar Cannon. Then they prepared to head to the Prismatic Palace. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So, Alistair and Tilly. Jandar is not feeling well. Uh, he had a few drinks. It looks like he's going to catch up with you later when uh, Esther Moonflower teleports him to the Prismatic Palace, which is where you're currently heading. Uh, you are both in Esther's church, uh, the United Zelfire Church of Light. What would you guys like to do? Um, you ready to go there, Tilly? Yeah, still a little confused by this staff. It's got a party on it, but I don't. I honestly, these days, things that make themselves, I don't want to know more about. And as long as it doesn't make me more crazy, let's just let's just keep, forget yeah, about let's it. Just, let's just keep going. Absolutely. I uh, so you cast your teleport spell. <laughs> And uh, Esther kind of uh, gives you a quick prayer, and you two uh, appear in the Prismatic Palace. Uh, as far as that goes, I would say that you're uh, likely in sort of the main chamber uh, where you fought Lucidia Grawl before. I'm going to yell out as soon as we appear. <laughs> Surprise, motherfuckers! <laughs> And Tilly, your voice echoes into the uh, the sort of this like you know almost like cathedral like like area of this uh, fort uh, fortress, uh, and like you see all these stained glass windows and stuff, and it looks like they sort of like are fixed. Like beforehand, a lot of it was broken glass and like you know it was all in ruin and stuff, and like the roof was, had you know been caving in. Uh, it looks like a lot of it is fixed back up, but what's strange is uh, there are now trees where like a lot of those broken pillars are, and the trees themselves have sort of lifted the stone back up and sort of formed the ceiling and their roots kind of spread out. It looks like the chamber has been filled with life and trees are sort of like blooming to fix the castle. Yay! Hey, do you think was her name still here? The god? Yeah, the goddess of yeah, the meadows so, uh, or whatever. Uh, Melanios. Uh, Melanios. Yep. She was uh, uh, sort of this like fey lord uh, who resided in the prismatic palace uh, and she had become a tree in order to kind of regenerate her power. She's a, like a, a powerful dryad. Uh, and you do see that tree. Uh, it is still there. I just want to go up to every, because I forgot what tree it was. Uh -huh. That I'm just going to, like, it'll be like the third or fourth tree I get to. I'm just going to go up and whisper each tree. Melanios. Melanios. 
and you walk around a few trees uh, and you get to the the one uh, uh, that's like sort of like uh, in the center of the chamber uh, underneath the light of these uh, uh, like, you know, stained glass windows and the stained glass windows uh, that are now here, uh, are, you know, that they've been replaced now show your battle with Lucidia Grawl. Ooh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, they, we like celebs up in this B. Yeah, yeah. Outside, you guys... outside of the game, is this like a Ghostbusters moment? When 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 the the painting turned from Vigo to them, just like that. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I'm sorry. I was absolutely excited about that. So I uh, uh, the the uh, Tilly, you get up to the the tree that Melanios had become, and you whisper uh, her name, and you hear a very very soft whisper sort of echo back. Tilly. Do I hear that? You sort of stayed where you were. Uh, do you want to follow uh, well, uh, I Tilly? Don't, I haven't seen any reaction yet. So I just want to call over to Alistair. I'd be like, I think this is her. Oh, all right. I'll go walk over. Be like, Mel- Melanios? Alistair. And the voice sort of echoes out. And like it, it's it's audible to both of you. You don't think it's echoing in your mm-hmm. head necessarily, but it's very, very soft. It still seems very, very... Uh, maybe not necessarily weak, but like, you know, very, very tired, very, very soft-spoken. I love what you do with the windows. She doesn't respond to that. I hope you're okay. I only have so much power. If you have any questions that I must answer, I certainly will. But otherwise, I will rest. Do I know if like a healing spell would help her at all? She's a Fey Lord who who whose power is sort of fuels the Rainbow Valley, uh, and it's sort of like you know when when she became ill and all this necrotic energy filled the forest. It was sort of like twofold. Like she got sick because the forest was weakening, right. and the forest weakened because of her. It's sort of this weird catch twenty two, and so she's sort of regaining power naturally, like you know gaining like this Fey energy. But I mean, it's not necessarily like, oh, cure wounds. It's what I needed the well, whole time. No, like I have a, a spell regenerate that enhances. It says enhances innate healing abilities. No, not necessarily. Like I mean, any spell like that you would cast, you would have to stay here casting over and over again oh, for okay. a long time. She she's an ancient Fey Lord. I just she's, wanted to you know, help out. No, to she help Craig, but I know you don't like us helping anybody unless it costs us our mind. <sighs> <laughs> All right, I want to whisper. <laughs> <laughs> Melanios. Mm-hmm. I want to go. Um, glad to hear you're okay. We won't keep you. Do you know where we can find um, Illinox source of power or whatever? Yeah, we're city and Green Mist. This is the, the City and Green, Green Mist. Mist. Uh, does she know what the heck that is? She, uh, there's a pause, and and you almost think for a few moments she's not going to answer, and she finally responds back. She says, I do not know much of these things, but there is a sealed mirror in one of the vaults. Try there. Okay. I remember this mirror. It's where we saw the city. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Melanios. Happy resting to you. Hope, hope things, Happy resting to I you. Hope things go, go well. She uh, so good with your words, Lord. <laughs> she uh, the I didn't the, have to be good with my words when I was a Lord. As you touche, uh, as you guys sort of say that, and and you sort of like you know just kind of give her a rest and go to walk away. As you guys are walking uh, uh, kind of away from her, she, uh, you hear a voice back that says, "Remember, in your darkest hour, pray." 
pray, and the gods will hear you. Thank you. You got it, babe. She doesn't really <laughs> respond to that. <laughs> as awkward as that is. That's really weird. That normally works for you, I Alistair. Know, I, don't know, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm out of my element here. I don't yeah. know. I was talking to a tree. It was real weird. <laughs> Apparently I'm, it I'm, works on like everybody except I'm, for tree guys. Any, any, any further <laughs> statement she had is just she doesn't bother yeah, after she's called babe. <laughs> that's fine. That's, uh, you know what? Actually, I tell you what. Make a persuasion check with disadvantage. Uh, totally but good. guidance. I, totally even, I don't even want to. All right, fair enough. It's not, I'm not trying You're to just going to take that auto fail. Uh, oh, is it auto fail if I don't roll it? Well, I mean, it, you called a fey lord babe. <laughs> yeah, then, right, then, uh, unless, then I'll roll. Unless I'll you roll, roll really you well. Why, Alistair? Why? What was it? Persuasion? A persuasion. Uh-huh. You get guidance. Uh, and don't, guidance, forget apparently. That, don't forget that. Actually, D4. you know what? You don't get guidance because you said it before she said guidance. So it's it's Dang. yeah. Well, you, yeah she you didn't say it, it before I got. Before no, no, rolled. you said it. I said you said the babe before I said guidance. guidance. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So you do yeah, not yeah. get guidance on yeah. this. I clearly um, have to walk around with guidance on you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a seventeen. No response. Oh, that's fine. Um, okay, let's go. Needed a thirty for that shit. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know what I was trying to get anything. I was being weird. It's not you. Yeah, it's not you. Exactly. It's you being weird <laughs> yeah. to a fey lord who's telling you in your darkest hour to pray to her and the gods, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, "You got it, babe." <laughs> and so the fey disrespectful lord, of the gods. Kind of, yeah. I apologize. Uh, and so you guys turn around and uh, walk through, and in a not the the prismatic palace certainly isn't back to where it was before. There are certainly mirrors broken here and there, and like cracked, and like the the building has had a toll taken on it. But it does look like you know more lifeful energy is sort of filling the place again. All those like you know like like black trees that oozed out necrotic aura are long gone. They've they've shriveled up and vanished, and you know life is sort of sprouting here and there. And like in a few of the chambers. As you walk through, you see like little fields of flowers and stuff. Oh, nice. And uh, you guys walk along and you reach the two vaults that were uh, across the hall from one another. Actually, you know what? No, I'm sorry. They're across the entire castle. Yeah. yeah they're like uh, so, back to back. Yeah. So do you want to head to the one where the mirror was broken or do you want to head to the one where the mirror was full and you saw the city? Full, I think, right? If I remember correctly, wasn't the, the one that full was, one the vision, but the broken one was the us. portal? The broken one was us. Yeah, it you is. guys, uh, when you picked oh, up yeah, one of the mirrors, the you mirrors, saw yourselves, saw like, you know, banging on the. Uh, yeah, uh, the yeah thing. we want to go to the full one then first. Sure. So you guys uh, head to the, I believe it was the uh, uh, east wing of the Prismatic Palace. Yes. I believe so. And uh, if I'm wrong, I apologize to our listeners. Uh, and so. It was the east wing. <laughs> I sure hope so. Uh, and so you guys head on over, and uh, no monsters fill this place anymore, of course. Uh, and you arrive at the uh, the vault. You want to open it up? You always said close it up before. Yeah, we had closed it up. I guess we can open it. Yeah. Yep. Sure. You guys open up the vault, and you see uh, this like weird fogged up mirror down this, this short mm-hmm. hall. What do you want to do? Close the door behind us. Okay, so you guys are sealing yourselves in. Yep. You guys close up the uh, the door. It is pitch black as soon as the door closes. I'll throw, also, lights up. 
uh, light spell or or uh, dancing light, dancing light. Sorry. Okay, so so four orbs of light appear yeah. around you, and you can see, and you see uh, uh, the the light sort of like trickles down the hall a bit, and you see this fogged up mirror. Should we go up to it? Yeah, let's go investigate it. All right, we'll go up to it. Sure. So you walk up, and as you get closer, it does seem like at a distance it looks foggy and blurry. And as you kind of step up, you see the uh, the fog sort of like part a bit. And you're looking at what looks to be a city. It's in green mist, uh, very cyclopean uh, architecture, but it's strangely rounded. Everything has weird kind of like like uh, uh, round angles to it, which, I mean, most houses and buildings you know of are squared and flattened out. And, you know, they're very uh, they make sense from like a building standpoint structural yeah structural integrity wise and stuff but these all seem very weirdly rounded uh out of character i almost imagine like dr seuss architecture where it's weirdly rounded and like there are like weird circles where there shouldn't be uh but everything is made of cyclopean uh like you know uh arrangement are you familiar no with cyclopean so cyclopean is a uh old like ancient world building method where you like use stones and pile them up on top of each other and they stay. Uh, so if you, you know, if you give a search online, you'll go, Oh, of course that's Cyclopean. Uh, but yeah, that's the type of architecture it is, is all these stones sort of put together to make these buildings. Okay. So it seems weird that they shouldn't be as round as they are. If they're all made of stones kind of assembled together. Okay. Yeah. Very strange. Um, I'm going to go up to the mirror and put my finger on it. And you feel the cold mirror as you bump your finger into it. And uh, and you see your reflection. It does the exact same thing. I'm going to hold up two fingers. And you hold up two fingers. And then I'm going to hold up four fingers really fast. Two, four. They move really quick and move along with and you. And then I'm going to go three, four, five, four, three. Three, five, four, three, four. The, nope. the same thing you said. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I don't remember, your reflection, oh, oh, okay, okay. Your reflection repeats was... back. Okay. I appreciate you trying to deke me out, though. Uh, Success. Okay. Um... I'm going to investigate the mirror. Sure, you walk up as well, Tilly. Uh, and you see Alistair doing all these things. He's doing hand motions, and it follows along perfectly. I don't think this is working. I want to touch the mirror. You touch the mirror as well? And... Seems, you know, hand bumps into hand. Cold mirror. Is there anything you want to do? Any rules you want to make? Investigation make or inve- arcana? Do an investigation check on Can I do an arcana or? check on uh, Sure. Uh, so Alistair make an arcana check and uh, Tilly make an uh, investigation check. And uh, let me know what you get. Oh. 17. With a 17, you definitely sense something weirdly magical about this place. Uh, you, you've heard legends of of a, a city in green mist. If you want, you can make a history check. Okay. 10 on investigation. You touch the mirror. You slap at it a bit. You poke at it. You you try to move around quickly. You, you try to, to move in, in a, you know, a certain way. And it just doesn't, I mean, it follows along. Uh, you know, everything seems fine. 23. 23 for history. With the 23, you only know vague rumors that uh, supposedly there is a, a city that resides on a, in a weird, almost like pocket dimension near the far realm. This could be it. This seems weird. It, it's definitely strange. You, you don't know a lot about the city in Green Mist. Although you yourself have traveled here in a dream once, Alistair. 
I did, didn't I? Yeah, you traveled here. Uh, you saw like a weird, uh, uh, like mind flare like creature that like told you that like you know this isn't a place for like mortals like you. Uh, you saw at that time you saw like the dream journal like nailed to a wall and like you looked up to the sky and like there were like you know weird cyclopean spires that came from what almost looked to be like some world or ceiling uh, above the city, but that was about all you remembered before you woke up. Um, how do we get in here? I want to take here? out the gun, sure. Luna Solar Cannon, and hold it up against the mirror. The Luna Solar Cannon appears in the mirror. I uh, unlike it the distorting it at all. No, uh, unlike the uh, uh, the the source of Illinox power underneath the Pain Chateau, it doesn't react. You don't sense that it can be fired here. Like you, you can play around with the trigger and nothing happens, uh, unless it's a like a an aberrant source of energy the gun doesn't function. Like, you can't just shoot someone with it and, and see what happens. Uh, it just doesn't function. So, I mean, it, if this is aberrant, it doesn't seem like the mirror itself is. Do we feel like if we hit it, it'll break? I mean, the other one is broken. You want to give it a shot? No. What do you want to do, Tilly? I have a spell called Plane Shift, where it's basically mm -hmm. like the teleportation except for I could take up to A-willing creatures on a different plane of existence. Now, does it specifically say what planes it is or uh, that you can go to, or is it just sort of um, uh, vague? Uh, you can specifically, you can specify a target destination in general terms, such as City of Brass. So if I just said City in Green Mist. You can give that a try. You want me to try that and see if I can get us in, rest into before this we go here? or no? Uh, yeah, probably, so that we have all of our stuff. Yeah, spells and stuff. Since we don't have Jandar, probably yeah. be good to go in there fully uh, loaded, you know? That would be a good idea. Sure. Uh, so do you want to, uh, like, spend the night? Yeah, we'll take a break here. Sure. And then uh, regain our spells and then go yeah. in. Absolutely. Uh, so you guys are, are, I mean, you're sealed in a vault at the moment. Do you just want to, like, both go to bed? Uh, like, how do yeah, you want to do I want to sit this? up and look in the mirror for a while, though, like, contemplating. Like, sure. Yeah, I'll take second shift. Okay, so uh, Alistair goes to bed, uh, and Tilly, you're awake. You are currently alone in this vault, staring at this mirror that is a city in green mist, and the mist sort of like, it's not like it's a painting, of course, so the mist sort of slide around and stuff, and uh, and you're just sort of like, you know, sitting there, you know, just staring at this mirror, and your kind of like consciousness kind of fades in and out as you're just sort of staring at it, bored. Make a perception check, Tilly. 12. With a 12, you sort of feel yourself kind of like your eyes get heavy. You need to sleep to get your spells back anyway, so you're sort of like justifying it in your head. And as your eyes sort of start to flicker a bit and you kind of like start like, you know, fading from consciousness, you notice uh, Alistair in the mirror stand up. And when you kind of like look to where Alistair is, he's still sleeping. And when you look back in the mirror, he kind of does a come hither motion with his hands and your eyes close. And you both wake up and you're on the other side of the mirror and you're sort of feel this a like, cold mist in the air and you look through the mirror and you see both of your bodies just sort of sleeping on the ground in front of the mirror. What happened? Did you, did you bring us What? Here? What do we do? I don't know. Well, how are we here? I thought we were going to Those are our bodies right there. Let's, yeah. I'm going to go try to go through the mirror. Okay, touch the, the mirror. Touch the, the mirror and it's cold. 
and you look and you're on this giant like stone slab and you look down and it's a giant staircase that goes down, down, down towards the city in green mist. And what's strange is the staircase isn't like, you know, a standard staircase. Each step looks like it's probably about like maybe 10 feet as if like something big uses a staircase. The mirror oh. is fairly tiny. Like the mirror is yeah. oh, oh, like compared to the size of the staircase, it would as if it's as if it would be a pocket mirror, which is something you hold in your you know like a pants pockets or something or a bag. But I mean, the mirror to you guys was pretty big. It was like you know like fifteen by you know ten yeah. or something. I'm gonna bang on it. You bang on it, and it doesn't feel like a mirror. Like you bang on it, and it's hard, and like you slam as hard as you can, and it doesn't shatter. Did we get our spells back? Yeah, you guys are full spells. Okay. Full spells, full health, everything. All right, well, All right, do we dare weird. go down this staircase well, this, for giants? We wanted to go here, so I guess let's... Yeah, we have to find the uh, Doom point of power. I guess we're off to see the wizard. Wonderful wizard of doom. That's right. Indeed. So, do you guys want to start climbing down? Hold my hand? Yeah. All right. Should we skip? As we climb, are these stone stairs yellow by any means? No, uh, much like all the other architecture, it is green. Like everything's greenish stone. Is it like we have to like climb down each step? Oh yeah. Okay. Each one is like ten feet. So So make athletic checks. So then I'll I'll like I'll go first. Oh, it's like ten by ten. Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah. So I'll go first, and um, it's like you're climbing down a mountain. Like I'll help Tilly down each one as as we're going. So make athletics checks. How many do we need to make? Just one. Just let me know what you get. Yeah, One for right. all of them. This is just sort of an in general role to see how you do throughout the process. Athletics, probably awful. I hope so. Where even is athletics? I don't even Top. think it's strength. <laughs> oh, strength. That's a good bonus to yeah, the mine's I, negative one bonus. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. mine's not negative one, it's just zero. Wow, but I do... still rolled a 19. Oh, wow. I got 12. So it takes you guys a little bit of time. Uh, Tilly, actually, like you thought you'd be helping Tilly the most, but really she's kind of helping you along, uh, kind of like catching you as you start going down and like you guys start making your way down the steps to the uh, uh, the city in green mist. And you guys sort of, you know, takes you probably like hours, hours and hours of going down these steps <sighs> and you <sighs> reach the end and it, you would be sweaty if it wasn't for the fact that there's this cold chill in the air. Tilly, I just want to say that uh, my family was raised in very flat plains. This is not, I'm not used to these, these, this, this climbing. I, I, as a kid, hated climbing. Like, I had to have all my servants climb for me. <laughs> I, I want to climb that tree. You, climb that tree. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I I was doing all right there because I used to climb trees in the woods. I just never climbed 527 of them in a day. You've been counting this whole time. Yes, 527. Wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it is exactly 527 steps. Wow. Well, all right. Let's let's keep keep trucking. Absolutely. So you guys are sort of on the outskirts of this place. And when you look up now that you're sort of on base level, you do see, Alistair, much like you saw in your dream, uh, it almost looks as if there's like maybe like a planet or moon. It's sort of rounded uh, up above, which is the ceiling or maybe the ceiling itself of this city is round and like kind of curves up. Mm -hmm. And there's these weird spires that are probably like 
hundreds of feet tall that sort of jet out of it. Uh, and they're all this cyclopean stone uh, that kind of come to a point, like, a, you know, at the, the tip. Uh, it looked like this sort of sea of spikes. Tilly, I had a dream about this place, I think. You had a what? A dream. A what? A dream. You know, like when you fall asleep and you think of images in your head while you're sleeping? Nah, I just have nightmares. <sighs> she does well, have a lot of that nightmares. That was probably what this was. I, I felt like I've been here before, and I met a weird... A weird creature. Do I know that it was a mind flare? Uh, you remember it having like it, it wasn't really the body of a mind, or or rather it was like this weird like out like stretched long mind flare. It was very uh very like a- exaggerated. Whether it it actually looked that way or if it was just a dream or maybe that was just a dream. But like I mean now it doesn't seem like yeah. it because you're let's, here. Let's be on guard. Yeah, alert. Is there anything I should know to prepare or like your dream? Um, I would say things that protect us. Got it. And I'm going to have my sword at the ready. Absolutely. So you have your uh, sword drawn? Your swords drawn? Yeah. You have your swords drawn. Uh, Tilly, you're with him. Uh, Do you guys just want to head towards the city? Do you want to, like, because, I mean, you see buildings and stuff. Do you want to just head to, like, the first building on the outskirts? Yeah, Yeah. staff at the ready. Yeah. Absolutely. So you guys kind of like, you know, walk up to the, the outskirts of the city. And the first building you see is uh, seems to be two stories. Uh, but it's especially tall because there's sort of this weird like bridge like ramp that like kind of goes up and then kind of coils around the building and then gets to what would be the front door. But it doesn't seem like there's anything that holds the this, this stone like up in the air. It's just sort of there there. Weird. Let's go stealthily. Absolutely. Go ahead and make stealth checks. I want to put a blessing of the trickster on him oh, uh, so that he has double advantage. Right? <laughs> you might as well just put it on yourself. Right? Or do you already have advantage? I, I already have advantage. If uh, Tilly goes invisible, she'd have uh, advantage. Elstar can I, put, can I cast blessing of the trickster on myself? I don't remember if it was something you can only do to your friends, but I'll, I'll allow it for now. Okay. If we read it later and it says that yeah. it's only for, for other people, then oh wow. I, I feel like it might have been only some other buddy else, but I'll take it, Crack. I mean, you can also go invisible, so like you know that would also get you advantage. <laughs> I don't want to waste my invisibility. Come on, now. touche. Twenty six. Twenty six. Eighteen. Eighteen. You guys creep up the this ramp, and it goes around the building. And you get to what would be like towards the front door, uh, and your this ramp kind of goes up to the front door, uh, and there's sort of like a, a little bit of a lip around the building itself as it's sort of like jutting up, you know, like you know, twenty feet in the air or whatever, uh, and then goes up two stories, and it it certainly looks very large, uh, but you know. That's about all you can tell from here. What would you like to do? Do you want to kind of like maybe skirt around the outside and maybe try to find a window? Uh, do you want to knock on the door? Do you want to kick in the door? What do you want to do? Find a window. I kick in the door. I kick Strength in check. the door. Strength check. Always gonna say kick in the door. It's always an option. 17. With a 17, you slam your foot into the door and the giant stone doors uh, just sort of it barely moves. It looks like they're immensely heavy. <laughs> I would be like, don't worry, Elster. I'll have this open in another 120 of those. Let's just try a window. 
uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, make a perception check. You kind of actually, you know what? First off, make an acrobatics check as you shimmy around the side of the building and find a window. Let's see what you get. Acrobatics. That would be mm-hmm. a thirteen. The 13, yeah, you don't lose your footing or anything. You slowly kind of slide along. And uh, maybe about uh, uh, 15, 20 feet away from the the front door of this place, whatever this this is, uh, you see a window. Uh, And it's very round, uh, much like a lot of the the architecture here and the structural kind of stuff. It looks weirdly round, like perfectly round, almost like a perfect circle, but like with all these cyclopean stones, it doesn't seem to make sense. I want to peek in carefully. Make a perception check. Perception, that would be a 27. With a 27, you peek through and uh, you see uh, uh, what looks to be like, you would think it's just sort of an empty room and you look around and nothing seems to be in it. And you sort of look up at the ceiling and you see what look to be like weird, uh, uh, like almost like piles of like pillows, it looks like, that are on the ceiling. And you see down the hall, you see something kind of scurry, like, you know, kind of scurry along the, uh, 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 like this hallway that's like behind, beyond this room. And this being kind of walks by it. And it looks sort of almost like a spider. It has like spider-like legs. And it has like this big furry body. It almost seems like it should be a spider. But off, uh, like where the spider's head would be juts out this long tendril. And you see this thing with like almost like a shark-like face. There's like sharp teeth. And it has like these weird kind of horns off it and uh and it has like weird like almost like human like hands uh like as far as like its front like legs would be uh that kind of like kind of like sort of like you clutch could, itself you just stop at any point describing this gross ass thing well, this is what you this see frightening I need details. Jesus Christ. There was a lot of detail. I missed a little bit. Can you just like say so them all weird. again, Craig? It's got human like hands for the sh- it's ugh, it's grossing me out. It's like hands on spider legs, man. <laughs> kind of. They, they're human-like, so they're not. Necessarily, it's not necessarily like human hands duct taped to like the no, spider spike thing. No, picturing like small hands. Like. Oh no, they're they're they fit its size. They're just oh, like okay, they like okay. unlike the legs, which are just sort of like points, like almost as spider's legs. The this the thing furry, does have they like branch out, kind of like the Grinch's hand on the end of almost. a spider leg. Yeah, almost. Okay, that makes me feel better. I just thought it was like weirdly human-shaped hands. Oh, no, human-like <laughs> you know, hands. You know, like that, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Still arachnid-like, right. just yeah, yeah, in I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. the shape of human. Yeah, basically. Well, I'll let Tilly see this, or do I let Tilly Oh, no, Tilly you're know? the only one who went ahead and Yeah, I'm still it. down I'll, on the so I'll side pull, or whatever. I'll pull back, and I'll let Tilly know. Uh, Tilly, uh, he lets you know what he saw. Maybe we should avoid the spot. Um, well, then where do we go? We're looking for the source of power. Do you think it's in this building? Do we know? Do we see any like weird stuff emanating from a central location around us or like where maybe the mist is pouring out of or like maybe it's coalescing somewhere? I don't know. Uh, I mean, you you look around. Uh, feel free to make an arcana or perception check. <laughs> Can I just do locate object? I'll do perception. And can my object be tooth of gnashing desire? <laughs> It's not necessarily like a, an object so much as a person. So if you have the ability to find a person with your spell or, or a being with your spell, that would probably be a little bit more applicable. Okay. <laughs> 21 for perception. You look around and I mean, you don't like you see other buildings and stuff, and but you don't notice anything where the mist is pouring out of it. I mean, 
you got to think though, this is like a metropolis, and you guys are just sort of at the first building you saw. But there's it's, mist pouring we, out of this we, building we, versus not pouring out of the other buildings. Oh no, no, there's, no, no, there's there mist everywhere in the city, but not necessarily pouring it's out almost, of any one building in particular. I'm, I'm assuming oh. it's just like fog. It's just there. Yeah, it's just yeah. fog, basically. Um, I guess let's head for what, like an important looking building. Yeah, let's just look for like. Is there something more prominent a, standing yes, a out? Central or larger? Sure, I'll, I'll roll a, a d20, both of you. Let me know what you get. I will. I got a 12. 17. With a 12, Tilly, uh, you see that uh, this, this particular building does seem to be about the tallest in the area, uh, just because it's sort of like up on this like weird sort of like, you know, almost like podium-like stone slab. Uh, but aside from that, uh, I... Till you do notice uh, the the next uh, uh, building seems to have a lot of windows. Uh, like there's a whole bunch of them all over, like just sort of rings around almost in a perfect circle around the building. Uh, and then, Alistair, you notice uh, a little further down, uh, maybe like down the block, you uh, don't necessarily hear or see anything, but you do hear what sounds like footsteps. Like that almost as if someone's walking along the road down in the mist. I hear footsteps. Let's go sneak by there and see if we can. Yeah, do you want to go invisible? Uh, what, you can make me invisible? I can make me invisible. Well, I can make me invisible, too. Do you guys want to be invisible? Uh, do we want to be? Well, I mean, uh, you yes. both already Let's, have advantage on stealth, uh, but, but this would yeah. make it so you can't be seen, so that would help against anybody who relies on sight. Yeah, let's let's be invisible. Can we be a, can we be a little careful about this, though? Like, if we're already going stealth... I don't know how much invisibility is going to help as maybe well, hinder make, us well, in a make, green fog. If we make a noise, then they look, we're invisible, they can't see anything that they come invest. Except for a shifting of green fog. Well, does the fog just shift normally around us, or would it like outline us? It wouldn't uh, outline us, right? You don't think it would necessarily outline you, but I mean, without experimenting with it, you don't know for sure. Let's just try it. All right. Invisibility. Sure. So you both cast invisibility on yourselves, right? Correct. Yep. Okay. I'm going to use a cloak, though. Oh, the cloak of shadows or whatever it is that yeah. gives you invisibility, that ability or ability you have. Yeah. So you cloak both. shadows, yeah. Yep. You both go invisible. Uh, and you look at each other uh, where you were, and you don't necessarily see anything that would like, you know, the mist doesn't bump into you or anything. Uh, it, it's it's not like it's a, like a fog necessarily, like where it's so thick that like there's just sort of this outline of a person. Uh, but there is certainly mist still hanging in the air. So, Let's go uh, see. so you guys Let's whisper. Go. To each other, and how are you guys getting there without sort of losing your each other's way? Are you holding hands? I'm going to cast. Mm-hmm. And what you got? Why don't we just hold hands? <laughs> yeah, let's just hold hands. Yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna cast like light on something small so you could like see where I'm at. No, then that just defeats the purpose of us being invisible. It'd just be a moving light; nobody would know. Floating lights. I mean, green mist. Like, okay, we'll just, so just hold hands. So we'll just guys, hold hands. You guys fumble around invisibly for a moment. You, you know, catch each other's hand, and you guys walk along the uh, trail invisibly. Uh, and you want to sneak up on whatever this is that's walking. Yeah. yeah. See if we can spot it. Sure. Uh, so go ahead and make stealth checks, the both of you, with advantage, of course. Ooh, that rolled off a twenty. Dang it! And what'd you guys get? Twenty-one. Twenty-six. 
So you guys collectively have a 21, the the, the lowest yes. number. Of course, you're holding hands and you're together. Uh, and you guys kind of trot along these these streets. And like you would I mean, you would think that they'd be pretty quiet, but they're so big and echoey and stuff that like every so often you'll hear like a and it kind of echoes a bit. Uh, and as you guys get a little clo- like down the, the street, uh, it takes you a few moments and you continue walking, continue walking. And the sound gets a little louder until you can now hear it as well. It sounds sort of like... And it sounds like kind of big, but pretty soft footsteps regardless. Uh, and they just sort of like, cl- like kind of like uh, 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 they sound like fleshy, like something fleshy is hitting the, uh, the ground. And you guys get to the, the street corner and you turn and you see what almost looks like an elephant walking along the city street. But rather than an elephant's head with like the the trunk coming down, it's almost like a mind flayer's head on top the body of an elephant. The thing is enormous. So instead of this like one trunk off its nose, it's this series of tentacles that sort of like kind of like kind of coil around and stuff. And this lumbering beast that looks like an elephant with a mind flayer's head starts walking towards you guys uh, on this you know the street, and it looks like it's coming towards you but maybe not necessarily exactly at you as you're sort of at the edge of the the street move to the side kind of nudge yeah till you shimmy the shimmy the building absolutely and you guys sort of like you know kind of shimmy up against the building and you kind of like you know hold hold your place there and the thing kind of gets to the the like the the cor- like the corner where it can turn down this road or go down another road and it sort of stops and the the tendrils sort of float around a bit, uh, uh, you know, kind of in these directions. And if one of them seems to point at the two of you and all the other tentacles point as well in your direction. And it goes, oh, I think you're there. Are you there? And this soft-spoken, strangely confused voice asks that question. And you guys don't say anything. And Can I like, use hmm? a cantrip of minor illusion to create a sound 30 feet in front of me, like down the other road? Absolutely. What do you want the noise to be? I want it to be like footsteps like I'm running. Like a Yeah. Okay, so you create the sound of like like, you know, and the thing kind of stops. I... Uh, And then it kind of like coil, like the tentacles kind of coil in the direction of the noise you made. And the thing kind of like, it's almost like as if it's like ready to pounce and it like kind of gets down low a bit and it starts and it like kind of is moving towards the sound that you made and it kind of vanishes into the mist down the road where you came from. Oh, there's a whispered Alistair. That was a close one. What the fuck was that thing? I think it was a giant mind flare vent. Kinda, yeah. Maybe I could polymorph into that. Don't think it's a beast. (laughs) Your boot, your boots are more likely to do it than the uh, polymorph spell. Don't say. (laughs) Those Um, boots might make you into one of those. Do we see if like anywhere where it may have came from? Make a perception check. Does it just sound like patrol? Can I make a perception check too? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Let me know what you get. Twelve. 17. With a 12 and a 17, uh, you guys, uh, uh, you you know where it came from, 
But because of these mists, you really can't see, like, at least not nearby, any buildings that were large enough for this thing. But you could head uh, to where it was coming or where it came from and see if you find anything. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do that. Absolutely. So you guys walk along softly. the, very softly walk along the road invisibly. And uh, uh, you guys kind of get to uh, what looks to be almost like a uh, like a street intersection almost. Like, you know, so path continues on, but a, a street cuts in between. Uh, all these buildings around, you know, green mist made of these this like eerie green stone like cyclopean all all the the same stuff you've been seeing uh however when you kind of get to the uh this like intersection you you know sort of uh stop for a moment and you both get a really uh well actually both of you make an insight check and let me know what you get alistair 14 and tilly 18. Uh, Alistair, you, you kind of get a bad feeling, but you don't really know why. Tilly, you feel like something is coming from up above. I let Alistair know. I'll look up. Yeah, so you stop and look up, and you see an enormous head float down, and it looks to be a beholder. And it has like all like, you know, 10 different eye stalks coming off the top of it, a central eye with one big gaping maw. Uh, a beholder is a being that can shoot eye rays that do different things and they're aberrations. They're also very xenophobic. They also beholders, to the best of your knowledge, even hate other beholders. Typically, can we try to can I grab her and try to duck out of way and like so it doesn't see us? Yeah, absolutely. Make a deck saving throw. We fought, so this Beholder, this is what we fought that was like a shadow version from mm-hmm. Prone or Prune or whatever. Uh, Gorn, yes. Uh, Groon uh, or... Uh, uh, Groon, yeah. Groon. And what'd you get there, uh, Alistair? 19. With the 19, you grab Tilly and jump into like uh, uh, off to the side and the Beholder head sort of floats down and you just hear a voice. I know you're here somewhere, outsiders. I will find you. And its eye kind of like blinks for a few moments and this red ray of light sort of shines a spotlight and it starts kind of coiling and, you know, uh, searching the uh, uh, this, this intersection where uh, you guys have landed. It doesn't seem like you can see you or anything, but this weird light is shining and you notice that there's no fog within the beam of light as it sort of like kind of bounces around and the eye kind of coils and looks up and down and searches for you. Right, so the eye is taking away the fog, but not necessarily seeing us since we're invisible. At least it hasn't locked eyes on you yet. Right. And it's, it's, it implies that it knows you're here and has referred to you as outsiders. Yeah, everything seems to kind of have a feeling that we're here. Do we see a spot that would like be a good place to hide out to let it pass? Like an alley or something? Uh, you roll a d20, uh, one of you. Go for Go it. Go for it. All right. Eleven. With well, eleven, you notice I uh, I uh, the buildings that are nearby have all like all these stone doors are shut. You notice across the street uh, is a building where the door is open. Do you think it. that if, if you I don't want to mess with this beholder, let's go. Yeah. Sure. Do you guys want to run? Do you want to try to sneak? Uh, how do you want to get through sneak. that uh, door? Sneak. Sneak, but like as at a a quick pace, but not to give up like. Our quietness. Absolutely. Uh, you both lose advantage as disadvantage would have been put on you, so make regular stealth checks. Natural 20. 
16. Tilly, with a 16, you walk a bit, and you think the beam of light goes to, like, you know, shine on you, and you kind of freeze up for a moment, and with a natural 20, Alistair pulls you back just a bit, and the beam passes by. <laughs> you don't know. He doesn't notice you, and you both softly walk inside the building. Oh, jeez. Thanks, thanks, buddy. And I didn't realize that thing's beam was so close to me. And you guys are inside, and you hear the the shouting of the beholder as it's as it's yelling, and it's like, "I'll find you! I swear I will." God, do I know enough about beholders to let Tilly know? Like, like, do I know anything about beholders? Make a nature check. Nature. You, at this point, you guys would know. In addition bits to what we, yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, you would know. They're bits similar and to what we fought, right? The shadow version. Uh, I only got Apparently. a. I think they kept making me useless. Yeah. <laughs> 10. Yeah, so uh, with a 10, you would know uh, a little bit about beholders. They do have uh, uh, an eye ray. Uh, their central eye typically allows them to cancel all magic. Yeah, that's what I wanted to let Tilly know. Yeah. Yep. So uh, uh, beholders are incredibly terrifying to fight, especially for a magic user. Yes, yes. Which I am. Uh-huh. I do. So you guys are in this building. And you hear the shouting of this beholder as it's in the street, and it's sort of you notice like it kind of floats around, and it looks like it's not necessarily leaving this area. Uh, so you feel like either you'll have to wait it out here in the entryway, who knows what'll happen here, or you think that if you can find another exit to this building, you might be able yeah, to skirt gonna, it. Could you throw another illusion out there and make it go away a little bit? I mean, what do you? I could do a noise thirty feet away. Yeah, maybe let it get a little bit further away from us so we can try to sneak out. 30 feet from the door where you're at is going to bring it closer to you. Oh, there's no way to get past yeah. 30 feet is, I mean, you know, if the, if the range was longer, it would work for sure. But, I mean, only 30 feet means that it's going to go 30 feet from the door. It's going to go there, and it's going to be way closer than where it is now. Yeah, we're further than 30 feet Would away. we be able to try to cast anything on it? What do you want to cast? Well, I don't know. I just didn't know if that would be a good thing or do you have anything that like? I mean, if you want to. Well, you have try. a minor. You have minor illusion. I have minor illusion. Can that? Is there any way that we could like mm -hmm. create cover with a minor illusion? Uh, if it if it can, if it can't see through the illusion, potentially. I mean, like you would create like a wall or something, and yeah. like you know, it would so be we could you would sneak be behind out it. Behind it, like if I mean, we had to go out. Here's the thing, though: it must is, be no larger than a five foot cube, whatever object I create. Uh huh. And here's the thing: it. I mean, imagine you're in the middle of a street looking for someone, and there's suddenly a brick wall. Like yeah, that's yeah, suspicious, yeah. right? Right. I mean, yeah, this isn't necessarily like if this was a beast or something like some kind of dumb animal. Sure. You yeah. know, you might be able to do that. It's not this like I create smart. a car because there's a bunch of cars on the street. Uh -huh. Like, yeah. All right. Uh, well, is there another exit out this building that we can maybe use this? Uh, uh, can we investigate? Yeah, we should yeah, probably investigate. Absolutely. Make an investigation check. First dice dropped of the night. You just make all the checks. I'm awful. Six. So, Tilly, you uh, uh, turn a corner uh, in this building you're in, and uh, uh, it looks like uh, uh, like the the room you enter in is once again uh, this you know like sort of weirdly empty uh, room, and you notice that uh, uh, there's one single spire in the center of the room. 
and uh, it has very, very strange designs on it. Almost like the like like eyes have been like sort of like you know chiseled into this spire in the middle of this room. Uh, Alistair, what do you what did you get? Ten. With a ten, you uh, 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 turn a corner and you see uh, uh, a room filled with treasure chests. There's like five, six of them. Oh. This is weird. Yeah, hold on. I want to see if there's something I could see through these chests with. Sure. Uh, so the, the, the way this building is sort of set up is uh, there's uh, uh, two paths, like left and right, as you enter in the center chamber. Uh, and Tilly went to the left and found this weird uh, dead end that has this like spire with like uh, uh, eyes you know, carved into it. Otherwise... When you went to the right, there's a room with these treasure chests, and then there's another uh, doorway on the other side of the room. Let me back up with Alistair. Yeah, sure. Let him know what I saw. Okay, I found a room full of treasure chests. Yeah, I saw. I found a spire with a bunch of eyes in it. They didn't look. Nope, they seem to be just made Yeah, it looked like just a normal spire, but you know, Um, you know, everything that we've dealt with is probably yeah. They probably saw me. Is there any um, traps in this room? Uh, do you want to? I mean, you you searched around with a ten in investigation. You found no traps. Okay. Well, do you want to go to the to the door? No, I want to open one of these chests. Well, I mean, I, I don't think we should. I think we should get the hell out of here. But what if there's something good in these chests? Well, we'll come back later. I mean, are we really gonna come back here? Let's be real. Not. I'm not coming anywhere. Is there, is there <laughs> you want to open one? Trapped? You, not that you saw. You searched around. You didn't see any traps. I want to check the fourth chest to see if it's unlocked. The fourth chest. Absolutely. Uh, so you're going up to the fourth chest, and you want to uh, open it up and see if it's locked, right? Yeah. You uh, I want uh, to slowly try to lift it to see if it's locked. Make a perception check, then. Great. My perception is uh-huh. eight. Uh, so Tilly, you see, and it doesn't look like it's locked. Seems fine. Everything looks normal. You go to uh, open up the treasure chest, and the the hinge just swings wide open. And inside the treasure chest is a row of teeth, and a mimic goes to bite you. Oh, make an initiative check. <laughs> Are we still invisible? <laughs> yeah, I am until that thing bites me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we have advantage on initiative since we're invisible? No. Certainly not uh, when the enemy has surprise round on you. I got a 13. 16. Uh, so, uh, 13, 16. so uh, uh, the mimic uh, goes to snap at you, Tilly, and uh, gets a 25 to hit you. Uh, are you sure? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, unless you have abilities that reduce it to, uh, to hit. Nope. Uh, you take uh, 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 10 damage as the thing snaps into <gasps> you. She go- becomes visible again, and you, Alistair, see this horrible thing. Its turn again as its surprise round is over, and it goes to continue biting into uh, Tilly. Great. Uh, and uh, it fails to pierce your armor the second time. Uh, Tilly, it's your turn. 
I need to disengage action and move as far away from it as I can. Absolutely. You disengage back out of its mouth uh, as it started snapping at you, and you uh, use your move action to move like 25 feet backwards, and uh, uh, the thing is sort of like bouncing and uh, like, you know, towards you, uh, and you notice like, uh, uh, like slight, like the base or the bottom of the treasure chest has sort of become like these slimy tendrils, and it's sort of crawling itself towards you to continue biting and attacking you. Well, uh, disengage a standard action. Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Uh, if you want to make a uh, nature check, I can tell you more about uh, what a mimic is. And what'd you get? Nine. Uh, with a nine, you only know that mimics are aberrations that uh, transform themselves into other things uh, or appear as other things to people uh, in order to catch them off guard and devour them. Uh, so, uh, Alistair, it's your turn. Um, I see Tilly. Did uh-huh. Tilly move towards the door on the other side? Uh, she did not. She moved, uh, uh, like, you know, just away from it. Uh, and so she just went across the room. She's not necessarily near either of the doors any closer. She's just away from this thing. Would I be able to pick her up and take her towards the other door? I mean, not very easy. You could get to her this turn. She's not right next to me? No. You, you you weren't necessarily next you 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 were probably about like you know ten feet away from her opening this chest I would imagine she moved like twenty feet backwards so like yeah you're fifteen feet away from her okay um well then I will crap baskets um what's that do can I do that on her um, what you doing um, I. I would like to help her get out of the way. Ooh. I mean, she's out of the way now. I mean, it's hunting her down. Yeah. Um, I want to go up to her and turn her invisible. Sure. Uh, you go up to her. You cast invisibility, and uh, that's your turn. I. Uh, it uh, I, it continues to, to march forward, uh, and uh, we're going to see if it bumps into either of you. Alistair, it bumps into you uh, and goes to snap at you. Even though I'm invisible? Mm-hmm. There's disadvantage. Disadvantage. Got a same roll each time. Uh, does a uh, 19 hit your AC? Yes. It sure does. Uh, you take uh, 14 damage as the thing snaps into you and your invis- uh, invisibility fades. Well, uh, but Tilly's invisible. Yeah, Tilly, uh, you backed off. Alistair cast an invisibility on you. It's your turn. What do you want to do? I want to reach out. Thing and is probably about like ten feet away from you, tops. I could I could get to Alistair and he's adjacent touch. to you now. Oh, he's adjacent. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I'm gonna cast warding bond on him, and then move as far away. Twenty five uh, feet. Twenty five feet. Hold on. Uh huh. Did you want to cast a different fifteen? Or? No, I want to do warding bond, but I'm only, I don't want to move 15 feet away from sure. from them to position myself for my next spell. Absolutely, uh, you back off, and uh, uh, Alistair, you're adjacent to the thing, and uh, Tilly is backed away. You have warding bond going, so uh, half damage goes to Tilly. Okay, uh, it is your turn. All right, I'm gonna say move towards the other door to Tilly, um, and I'm gonna cast um, it's a bonus action. Mm-hmm. Holy weapon. Okay. It makes my sword have radiant energy. Yeah. And I'll do uh, three attacks on it. By all means, go right ahead. 
Oh, let's shoot. Um, 16. That's a hit. Oh. Um, 17. That's a hit. And a 19. That's a hit. So. One, yeah, boy. Eight. Do some damage. Uh, D8 plus 6. So. 1. Mm-hmm. 5. 10, and then one of them gets 2d8 radiant. Um, Go ahead and give me that damage. That's 15, 16, and then plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what you get is a grand total. 34. Wow, you stab into this uh, like bouncing chest, and it just like sort of like you sort of like twist your radiant blades into it, and blood sort of geysers out, and the thing makes this horrible hissing sound, and the thing goes limp. Let's get out of here now. Yeah, you think that thing like uh, made us more invisibility? You think, you think that thing made a sound that's gonna bring something to us? Yeah, let's get out that door. Out the I back. knew you were here! <laughs> and a beholder's head scrams through the front door, and you see it kind of like like squeezing through the uh, the passages, and all the uh, chests that are in this room wobble a bit and snap. And we were running. And you guys, you grab Tilly and run to the door, and you get into a chamber, and there's eight different halls. And you see just eight different paths line the the way, and you hear the voice you know behind you. It's like, "I'll kill you, outsiders! I swear I will." Uh, I s- and out of one of the halls pops out Jandar, and he says, "This way, guys." Is it really Jandar? Where do you want to go? He's uh, in like hall four. All right, we'll go towards Jandar, yeah, and I'm going to tell you throw an illusion of steps down another hallway as we're running. Okay, you and you do so. I, can I, I can cast an illusion of I us. Would, yeah, yeah. Can I, or at least me. Or, I'm small enough. Yeah. So what are you doing as far as an illusion goes? You have uh, about we're a turn. going down. We're going down hall four with, with Jandar. Jandar, and down hall seven at the entranceway. I'm going to create an illusion of me. That is like slowly walking down that hall. So you create the uh, illusion and die, you know, run down the hall, and a, like you know, just a few steps back, you you know, sort of like you know, can hear this like voice, you know, screaming, like "I'll kill you, outsiders! None will escape from the city of Shothfilfgish." And you uh, can see flashing lights from like rays of energy that just shoot around the room, and you think that hall where your illusion was just gets gunned down and like ripped to shreds by like laser beams, basically. And uh, and you guys are running with Jandar down the hall. Oh, let's keep let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, let's and you keep, guys, he's run. the tracker. Let's keep following him. And you guys run down the hall with Jandar, and he sort of like kind of like you know is running and sort of smiles weirdly at you guys. And you guys get to the end of this hall, and you see this uh, huge, huge empty space where all the uh, uh, the you know buildings kind of coil around and sort of make this like almost like empty square. And you sort of look up into the heavens and see all these spires coming down from the heavens, and one large figure in the middle of the town, like this town square, sort of looks and sees you three enter into the area, and you see one glowing gold eye underneath the hood. And that's where we're going to go ahead 
and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.